0: On an empty stomach. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeart. And every morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Obviously, Instagram. That's where you guys want to be. Today on the show, The Signs of a Made Man. I got a new one. Also, rated R for foul language, nudity, and body shaming. Plus, sock, sock, shoe, shoe, tie, tie. But first, the live dates, huh? Let's take a look. Coming up next Friday, The Hog's Breath, Roseville, Minnesota. Hell of a show. Make sure you guys get tickets uh, by reserving a table. You can go to my website, check out The Hog's Breath. Awesome shows every single time we get together. Man, they sell out. They're a blast. Dude, you're going to want to be at this one. Ellie Heino's going to headline that night. She's incredible. October 15th, Beaver Island Brewing, St. Cloud, Minnesota. And then uh, coming up, a couple of things in November still in the works. But then December 3rd, Vulcan Gas Company, Austin, Texas. With my guy, John Kite. What's up, Billy? Good morning to you, bud. Hey, Sarah. What's up, Wayne? Hi, Ryan. What's going on, dude? Sally, Amanda. What's up, Jules? Good to see you, everybody. Uh, last night, I was watching a little bit of football and uh, decided to get up, go take a walk. Sometimes I just got to get the fuck out of the house. It n- n- has nothing to do with, like, I want to go spend money. It has nothing to do... I just Sometimes I just got to get out and go somewhere, anywhere. I don't give a shit. Last night, uh, finally, I decided to pull the tr- uh, trigger. I've been meaning to buy some new shoes now for a while, which usually not a big deal. But because I'm a man who grew up in not impoverished conditions, we were definitely middle class, but we were a little bit on the lower end of middle class. We definitely weren't, I mean, we didn't take trips. I think it's just because my parents didn't really, you know, put a ton of effort into raising children. But we didn't take a lot of trips. We didn't go a lot of places. We didn't get a lot of things. But we had. We were definitely okay. We were, you know, it's not like one day we're going to come home and the power would be off and we'd have to wait a week to get it back on. We had means, just not a lot. So I'm still at that, that phase in life when somebody was like, you know, when somebody goes, hey, can I, uh, you know, would you like a coffee? I'm like, yeah. And they say, when they're pouring it, they'll give you the tell me when. I go, I'm like, just fill it to the fucking top, overflow it. Because in my brain, this is the last cup of coffee I will ever have. I do not <laughs> want to see it go. The mic's cracking again. What is going on? I apologize. It sounds good on my end. That's the crazy part, is that for me, it sounds good. Because for whatever reason, uh, when I record this, I record it into some different software. But, I don't know, I apologize for you guys on the Instagram Live if it's cracking. It usually should not. We're going to reconfigure this whole fucking deal. God damn it. God damn damn skis. Try that, maybe. Um, But no, as I was was saying here, um, I always feel like at some point... It's all going to run out. You know, Jay Leno famously uh, never spent one check from any of his Tonight Show checks, and he also would never let anybody host because he always thought that at some point they would be another guy who came up behind him who did a better job and thus take over his gig, which I 1,000% understand. But last night I went in, I went to go buy some shoes, and I've kind of always had these marks, these... Testaments of how you know you've arrived First off, number one If your microwave hangs in the kitchen Above the stove You're leading a pretty goddamn good life If your TV is hanging on the wall Again You've made it What else do you need in life? When we were growing up uh, When we moved in um, our first apartment No shit Our microwave and our TV We're on the same fucking stand. There was no hanging them. No, absolutely not. You had one stand and you had to choose microwave or TV. And I guarantee that TV ain't going on the floor. So what do you do? Well, you put the microwave because we had a 19 inch color TV. Remote control barely worked half the time, but still had the things on the side. You could get up and, uh, you know, change the channel if need be. So the microwave sat on the bottom and then the TV on top of the microwave. And anytime you wanted to run the microwave, if you were watching TV, if you had a beef and bean burrito because it was 2 a.m., but you wanted to watch Grandma's Boy, you're going to have to be interrupted for 90 seconds of Grandma's Boy because that microwave is going to fuck up the TV. But worth it because you're shit-faced because you've been drinking PBRs and Goldschlager all night. And goddamn it, if you don't want a gas station beef and bean burrito at 2 a.m., Worth it. You hang that microwave in the kitchen, you're a made man. If your TV hangs on the wall, we have gotten to a crazy point in life where our TVs are too big for the homes we can afford. Everyone has $350 on Black Friday to go out and buy 72 inches of high definition, but nobody can afford anything more than 900 square feet. My last house was literally, a friend of mine walked in and said, wow, You have an apartment, but it's a house. (laughs) That's where we've gotten to. It has come to this. We have 72 inches, giant ass TVs. We can get them for under 500 bucks, but nobody can afford a house big enough to facilitate them. And that's how I knew I've arrived. The day my microwave hung above the stove and the day I got a bracket and I hung the TV up on the wall... I remember going to 93X one day. This was like, it must have been about nine months after I started doing afternoons. Finally, I was making some money. Like, I finally had a, co- like, you worked so hard. It was like eight years of making, I remember when I got the morning show in La Crosse, Wisconsin. They told me in that meeting, uh, we're going to give you, we'll start you out at 17000 a year. 17, I thought I was fucking Rockefeller. I did the math. I was like, so that's like 12. Oh, my God, dude. You guys, guys, are you going to pave the way in gold? $17,000 a year? I'm a rich man. I finally got to Minneapolis, started making a few bucks. I saved up and went to Best Buy. I bought a a flat screen plasma. You bought a flat screen plasma now, people would go, oh, my God, are you falling on hard times? the fuck happened to you are you okay but i bought this tv and i came to the station one day and i asked all the kids i was like hey um any of little shit bags want a 36 inch tube tv it's for free it's in the back of my car right now and every intern every intern at that radio station was like no dude we got like 50 inch flat screens at our house why the fuck do we want your shitty 36 inch tube tv it's like dude i w- When I was an intern in radio, I would have literally stepped over a dead body to get a 36-inch tube TV. Color with the remote? Are you... What? That's insanity. I was so pissed when these kids, like, looked down on me with my 36-inch tube TV. But finally, the TV hung on the wall. Finally, the microwave hangs hangs above the stove. But last night, I got to a new spot in life. I figured out the next iteration of how you know you've arrived in life. And you guys, if you've ever done this move, you better look back on it and thank your goddamn lucky stars. Because this is the move I did last night. I finally, after, you know, probably eight months of like, I think I can get a couple more miles out of these shoes. Meanwhile, the fucking tongue is just falling out of them. I thought last night was going to be my night. I went down, DSW, Mall of America... I'm a baller. No big deal. Go back to the clearance section. Do you guys ever hunt for that red tag? I don't Listen, I'm not stopping at 30% off. I want that red 50% off. I don't give a shit if the shoe is more expensive than the shoe that is the 30% off. I want the 50% off. If the 30% off costs me $37 for a pair of shoes, I'm still searching for that 50% off and then I'll buy a $45 pair of shoes because to me, that's good spending. So I finally find a pair of shoes last night, walk up to the counter, wearing the shoes. Boom. My old shitty shoes in the box. I slide the box across. The lady opens it up. She sees my shitty shoes in there. She goes, oh. Because sometimes you have to take a moment and go, I think, no, no, no. She could tell immediately that these have had some miles on them. She looked at the shoes and was like, "Uh, so uh, where's uh, the... I said, I'm wearing them. She goes, oh, okay. She just want me to... Yep, just ring them right up. She goes, oh, uh, tags off them? Yep. Okay. She rings it up off the side of the box. I hand her my credit card. She pushes the shoes across the uh, counter. I push the shoes back. She looked at me like, huh? What is this? I looked at her and said, hey, I don't want them. Throw them out. Are you sure, sir? Abso-fucking-lutely. lootly. is the sign of a made person. When you can throw away your shoes, you don't need those shoes because you already have lawn mowing shoes back at the house. You already have those shoes you're going to be wearing when you got to go pick up dog crap, when you got to do yard work, when you got to go out and clean the garage. You got those shoes back at the house. It's a sign of a made person. Throw my old shitty shoes away. Bow down before your king. For I shall walk out of here on two comfy clouds. That's how you know. Because usually there's a sort of like a, a lineage. You have to buy brand new shoes, which then become your lawn mowing shoes, which then become your shitty shoes. And then the cycle continues. Not last night. Fuck no. Made man. Walked up. Throw away the old ones. I'm wearing the new comfy ones right out the store. That's how you know you've arrived. I came home. I admired my TV on the wall, my microwave hanging above the stove, and I was like, life is good. Life is goddamn good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sally, yes, don't fall in love with full-price shoes. They have to be on clearance. I absolutely 1000% agree. Danielle, hell yes, I searched for that red tag. I'm not going anywhere until I get that red tag. That ain't happening, dude. I'm not, for whatever reason, I refuse to fucking pay full freight. I won't do it. And some people go, well, that's just you being frugal. That's just me feeling like I don't deserve nice shit. And I've been saying that for a million years now. You can say, you know when sometimes people go, you know what, man, Uh, Marcy at work, kind of a bitch, dude. Like, she doesn't say shit to anybody. Like, she's kind of got resting bitch face. Like, I don't know. Like, I I saw her in the commissary one day, and I, like, tried to strike up a conversation with her, and she just sort of, like, gave me a one-word answer, and then she went right back to her desk. Marcy, not a bitch. Marcy, just super shy and doesn't know how to interact with you yet. Give her a little bit of time. I forgot where I was going with this analogy, but what I'm saying is... (laughs) Uh, Oh, the full price shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I refuse to, uh, I'm not frugal. I just feel as though, I mean, I am frugal, but I feel as though I don't deserve nice things. So I will always buy, not the cheapest, but just the one tier up from the cheapest. Because I feel as though I deserve it, a little bit of something, but I'm not, listen, I know people out there who don't do shit all day long, and they got the nicest of everything. And I'm like, in what world do you rank? Where do you get off thinking that you get to have nice shit when you don't work that goddamn hard? Uh, Sally, is that just a Midwest thing to turn your old shoes into lawn mowing shoes? Or did we just learn this from our parents? It could be a Midwestern thing. Maybe it's just because we have such a finite amount of time when it comes to actually being able to enjoy shit. Like if I'm going to wear nice shoes in the summer, I don't want them ruined the second I have to go out there and mow the goddamn lawn. I don't know, maybe it's a sign of having to work hard. Because I, I, there's probably a lot of rich dudes out there that don't mow their own lawns. I had to go shoot a drone video for a uh, house that was, I guarantee I walked in, I was like, this is like a $7 million house. And they were like, it's like actually like eight and a half. I was like, yeah, it looks like it. That lawn was perfect. Guaranteed, that dude. And I, I walked, I saw the homeowner, nice guy, he let me in, super nice guy. But... I was thinking to myself, that motherfucker ain't pushed a lawnmower in 25 years. Not a chance. That dude does not have lawnmowing shoes. <laughs> they don't exist. Danielle, I even look for the elusive 75% off tag as well. And when I do, I scoop those right up. I can't do the 75% off. Because I start looking at it and I go, eh, it feels like there might be something fucked up with those shoes. There's a reason why nobody's bought them this far. Because they don't start out at 75% off. They get looked over quite a bit until finally at some point somebody goes, yeah, all right, we got to get rid of these goddamn things. And then there's always one cheap son of a bitch out there that's like, $13 for a $100 pair of shoes? Fuck yeah, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did see last night, uh, going back to it though, man, I did watch a little bit of football last night. And uh, while I was watching it, seconds remaining in the first half of last night's Monday Night Football game, a man ran onto the field at Levi Stadium. He had some pink smoke flares, which I was like, Good on you for the aesthetics, my man. Uh, Security guards were trying to take this guy down. Finally, at some point, this dude got a little bit too close to the Rams' sidelines. And that is uh, when one of the Rams' players completely upended this dude, man. Holy shit. Bobby Wagner completely smoked this dude last night. Uh, I don't know if I have it in front of me anywhere. Did I have it? I thought I had it earlier today. Let me see if I can find the audio. But Jesus, man. He smoked this dude. And when he hit him, I was like, okay, like... um, uh, Do I have it? Ah, shit. I don't know what happened to it. But anyway, um, this cat just got completely fucking upended. Decleated, as they call it. And if you guys are looking for a good rabbit hole... Because after I watched that last night, I was like, oh, yeah, isn't there like some old Dick Butkus videos of people running on the field and then him just going straight clothesline with people? If you can find those old videos, man, God, those are fucking brilliant. He smokes that guy. And, uh, yeah, the, the video from it last night. Fuck, I thought I had this audio in front of me. Anyway, I can't find it. What's up, Adam Ray? What's going on, man? Um, Adam Ray currently in Memphis right now shooting Young Rock, the new season. Dude, Dude, when I found out that he was going to be playing Vince McMahon, I actually had uh, an offer for tickets for Monday Night Raw last night, which some of the new stuff I can't get into, man. But, dude, you hand me a fucking glass of wine with my brother-in-law on Thanksgiving. We are throwing down and watching some old fucking WrestleManias from 1987. Hot damn, dude. Uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, like I said, go back, find those rabbit holes, man. Those old school fucking hard nose, dick butt kiss, all them dudes with, you know, I mean, Christ, they just look like grizzly bears, just tufts of fucking chest hair just <laughs> coming out from underneath all the fucking shoulder pads, which, you know, I see these kids in high school nowadays who rock the Nike style jerseys. And the helmets with the graphics off the side, and you know, thigh pads that actually fit them. It was 25 bucks at the beginning of the season. And basically, you just went into the equipment room, and whatever you pulled out of there, that's what you wore for the season. If you were four foot nine and weighed, you know, 67 pounds, but you had a pair of extra large thigh pads, fuck, sorry, dude. That's what you get for the year. Because there was already a group of people that already had their shit picked out, your helmet two sizes too big for your head. you'd get hit one time and it would just move all the way around like, dude, that's a fucking mess. Shoulder pads that were you know way too goddamn big for you. Christ, you'd come flying through you look I look like my mom in 1987 when we had family pictures, just this giant dome of perm with fucking shoulder pads) <laughs> Jesus Christ. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, anyway. uh, Thank you to, uh, because I've made some comments here about Whoopi Goldberg every once in a while. And how I found Whoopi Goldberg to be quite funny back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. I thought there were some good jokes. Listen, I'm not a big fan of Ellen DeGeneres. But one of the funniest things I've ever seen is when Ellen DeGeneres and Portia DeRossi are being interviewed on CBS Sunday Morning. And somebody, the interviewer, asked... Uh, uh, Portia and Ellen how they first met and Portia de Rossi starts telling the story about oh we were at a dinner party and someone said Ellen was going to be there and then I walked up and I met Ellen and I got to be honest I thought Ellen was going to think I was fat and the interviewer turns to Ellen and goes what did you think of Portia and Ellen said I thought she was fat good fucking joke I don't find Ellen to be too funny nowadays but goddamn hilarious but I also found that with Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg to me was very funny back in the day, not so much anymore. Yesterday during The View, she's got a new movie coming out called Till. And it's getting decent reviews, but one review came in and Whoopi could not handle it. There was a young lady who writes, and she was distracted by my fat suit in her review. You should know that was not a fat suit. That was me, and that was steroids. Remember last year, I had okay, and I was very very sick, and so. But I just want to let you know that it's okay not to be a fan of a movie. But you want to leave people's looks out. So just comment on the acting, and if you have a question, ask somebody. Okay, first off. I want to go back and find a super cut of all the times Whoopi Goldberg has made a joke at someone's expense, especially at a time when we could have done it, when she was doing all of the HBO, Billy Crystal, Robin Williams. At some point, she's probably made fun of someone's hat, someone's height, someone's you know body type. Guarantee there's a joke in there somewhere. You can't have a career of over 50 years and not have made that joke at some point. There's a super cut somewhere. I just haven't found it yet. Secondly, whoopee. It's not like everybody gets to see you every fucking day of the week. When you live with someone and they put on 50 pounds, you just don't wake up one day and go, "Holy shit, you put on 50 pounds." You gradually see them put on weight. So to you it's not a big deal. But if you haven't seen somebody on a big screen in 20 years and then all of a sudden they pop up and they are remarkably bigger than what they used to be, it's going to take a moment for your brain to go, oh, fuck, that's not the person I recognize. If I got cast in a film and I showed up nine inches taller than what I am now, don't you think people would go, that's a little weird, seems different? Yeah, because holy fuck, man. It takes a moment for your brain to catch up. So whoopee, give it a moment. (laughs) And maybe also take a look in the mirror. Don't get all fucking bent out of shape about it or lean into it. You've been like, hell yeah, and I'm still getting cast. Marlon Brando. Think about that, dude. Go back and watch Apocalypse Now and then The Island of Dr. Moreau. It is unbelievable that that is the same body. That is the same person. It's the same eyes. It's the same brain. Facilitating two different body types. Absolutely. Even go back and look at Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, Gladiator, Cinderella Man, versus anything else that Russell Crowe did. I saw Russell Crowe the other day, uh, must have been about six months ago. He was doing kind of like a behind, hit some new film coming out, or he was producing something. And he was riding a four-wheeler with the interviewer, and they were going over the hills of Australia. It was beautiful. But Russell Crowe had packed on probably 100 pounds, if not more. I mean, he's got a beer gut out there that stretches to Maine. It's fucking massive. And the whole time the guy is interviewing him, he never once brings it up. He's never like, hey, you've had a couple of, you know, too many ding-dongs. Maybe you cut back a little bit. You ain't got to get down to gladiator weight. That's probably a tough putt since you're a little bit longer in the tooth these days. But Jesus Christ, man, you could figure it out. (laughs) I was looking at that dude going, holy shit. You got a fucking... F- dude. So, yeah. So, sometimes it just takes our brains a moment to figure it out. When my buddy Nate decided to start calling himself Natalie, I bet there was 15 times we were all together and I would say, hey, Nate, or I would say, yo, dude, and immediately I would catch myself and go, ah, I, 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 Natalie, uh, shit, sorry, man, uh, uh, fuck, uh, sorry, uh, 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 person, shit. I... Just give me a minute, dude. I'll figure it out. It just, it takes a moment for our brains to catch up. You know? I was on one morning show, went to another morning show. For the first week of going to that other morning show down the street, I was driving to the first morning show because I had been doing it for nine years. It just takes a moment for your brain to go the other way. What's up, Courtney? Good to see you. All right, guys. Show's coming up. Uh, This weekend, I'm going to be in Denver uh, just kind of kicking it. I'm actually going out there to go see my uh, my half-sister for the first time. We're all going to be meeting, getting together on Saturday, and uh, we'll definitely have some videos and some pictures, man. I'm really looking forward to sharing that. That's going to be huge. We've been talking now for like a year and a half and still have yet to meet up. But, uh, yeah, Saturday is the big day. And then uh, come back. uh, Not much cooking early next week, but then Friday night, going to be at the Hogs Breath with Ellie Hino and Rose Pearl. Great show, awesome venue. Eric and everybody at the Hogs Breath are amazing. So make your reservations. You can find it on my Facebook page. The next night, going to be in St. Cloud, Minnesota, over at uh, the Silly Beaver Brewing. Yeah, man. Uh, Beaver Island, the Silly Beaver Brewing show is actually what it is. But yeah, man, they've been doing them weekly now, and they are crushing. Great crowds, fun people. So if you're going to be in the St. Cloud area, hit me up. I do believe I got a couple of free comps that uh, I can get you on the list for. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, and every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it's live on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Again, thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. (laughs)